can't seem to hear you. Hi, Rieko. Hi. <laughs> oh, there's my new prayer partner. Hi, Franca. I thought this was a class tonight. Oh, no, Franca went away. <laughs> hey, it just might be you and me. <laughs> uh, the whole community gets to listen in on our uh, prayer partner call. <laughs> <sighs> wow, this has never happened to me before where I was like the first person on the on the whole call. Mm. <laughs> right. Should we start praying and see if people come in or should we wait for a little bit longer? We can wait till like maybe five after. Should we do that? Here comes Paula. Paula. Hey, Riego. Ronnie. Hi, Paula. Oh, Hi, Ronnie. Yeah, I was missing you today, Riego. Oh, I didn't see you. you for a while. Yeah, and yeah, I, that's and very true. Did you hear Jennifer sing "Make New Friends" yesterday? No, she sang. She sang. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, because she said we're getting new prayer partners. And some people don't like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so she said, remember in Girl Scouts when you would sing, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other gold. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> hi, Franca. Hi, Jody. Hi. <laughs> Paula, is that a Christmas tree in your background? Yes. I love it. I've heard of some people putting up Christmas trees all year long, and I love that. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just, I like it. It's feng shui. Mm. You know, it's bright lights in a particular corner that's supposed to be good. Yeah. Hi Jody. Hi Jody. Hi Jody. Hi Jody. <laughs> we can't hear you. There, I unmuted it. Yes, Ron, yep. you're muted. Yeah, I have some grandchildren in the other room, so I might have to um, run out for a second or two. <clears throat> nice to see you. You too. How are you doing? Okay. You look good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Great. Yeah. Now, is Jennifer joining us? No, I think it's a community call tonight. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay. Who's leading it? We all are. We all are. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Paula. 
Would anyone like to pray a sin today? Ronnie would. I'll pray a sin. Thank you. <sighs> so let's take a few deep breaths. Sink down into our hearts. Sink down into the stillness of God's love, God's peace, and God's joy. We're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We take a deep, deep breath of love and gratitude. We're so grateful to come together where two or more are gathered. We hold each other in our hearts. We show each other how much we love each other and care about each other. We're here to share our breakthroughs, our breakdowns, our healing. We're giving each other space to share, a safe place to share. We're grateful for healing, and we share all the benefits with our brothers and sisters because we are one, one in love, one in God, one with each other. In love and gratitude, amen. Amen. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Hi, Carla. Hi, Vanessa. Hey. Hi, Carla. Hi, Hi Ginny. Ginny and Ginny. There's two Ginnies. You know, uh, Ronnie, I used to... <clears throat> facilitate quite a few community calls, quite a few. I think one year I, I did half of all of them because we had to do what we needed a facilitator for all of them, right? And so I'm really grateful for you guys to get the opportunity for everybody to practice praying in. I think it's so powerful. So I really thank you for, for doing that. You're Please re-enter your meeting ID followed by the pound or hash sign. Mm -hmm.
enter your participant ID followed by pound. Other participants. You are in the meeting now. There are nine participants in the meeting. This meeting is in the afternoon recording. Sounds like we're hearing the score from a movie. Jenny, are you joining us today? Hi, I'm here. I just, I can't, I can't get audio on, on Zoom on the screen. So I'm, I'm, I'm just muting myself. Yeah. Are you able to mute one of your devices so that we don't get the feedback, maybe? Yeah, yeah I did. I did. I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm okay. okay. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Um, so, so I'll just, I'll just try, try to, to I'll just try to check out the recording. Okay. Um, right now we see that both of both of your devices are unmuted. Oh my God! That's both of her. Yeah. I think she started on the phone and tried to go online with the computer or something. I don't know. Well, she's muted now. <laughs> so I um I got come to several classes, so I don't. I, sometimes I forget which was it. Was the last class on um awakening? Is that what it was on? Does yes. that come up for anybody on that? I'll share a success on that. Um, I think a couple of community calls ago, I don't remember how many, I shared pretty intensely that uh, I was having a hard time not judging myself for having um, judgments about other people's successes and thinking that why am I not getting the success? Everybody else is getting the success. Everybody else is getting the healing, but not me. And um, I received so much love and support from everybody after that share, which I'm so grateful for. And in the last class, when Kevin was sharing his success, I was so full of joy, like genuinely, just so much love and excitement and joy just poured out of my heart. I was just so happy and excited for all that was unfolding for him. And so, A, I was really happy for him. And then, B, I was really happy that my own awareness had shifted to the point where I could genuinely, like, celebrate other people's successes as my own, really, um, because we're my own mind. 
and uh, yeah, so happy and grateful to notice that shift. And it's such a much better place to be than uh, comparing and despairing or feeling jealous or uh, making other people's success a reason to feel bad about myself. So that's what came up for me last class. Makes me feel better, Riego. Thank you. Because <laughs> we're one. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. I, I was just thinking, Paula, when you said that, a similar thing. It's like, well, it felt like a little kid at Christmas time. Like, it really is true. Someone else's expansion is my expansion. Like, that's so beautiful and so amazing. And I just like when I say thank you to everyone, wow, that's just, it's just so great. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, I just uh, wanted to add to that too, Rieko. Um, when Dina, it may have been in a community call, she was just um, overjoyed that she could see her son in truth, like what he really was, rather than worrying about him. And um, I had a similar experience with my nephew. Once you stop worrying and remind yourself of who they are, perfect, whole, and complete, then there's a shift and they actually can blossom. You, you seem to give them the freedom to blossom. So when Dina was sharing that story with us, um, I felt the same way. I just felt overjoyed because I had experienced that myself. Beautiful, thank you. And yes, Dina, Dina, um, are you there, Dina? Yes, I was just finishing eating dinner. Oh, okay, no problem. I just wanted to say that you're, yeah. there is another one that just made me just light up and mm -hmm. with happiness and joy to hear your breakthroughs. Yeah. Uh, it's an absolutely huge shift for me. Um, it doesn't mean that the person is going to, rise to those former expectations that, you know, you have to put that down. But the, the, um, the gratitude I feel is so deep and so irreplaceable. And uh, that is just a much better place to live in. Yeah. And Rieko, I'm great. I'm so glad that you're excited. Kevin was chal. I think he challenged us with his, with his, uh, he doesn't talk a whole lot, but he had, a, he had some very important things to say that, that evening. And, I find myself, um, instead of jealous, I'm encouraged. I'm like, I want to be like, I want to do what Kevin's doing. So I find myself waking up a little earlier in the morning. And, uh, yeah, so I'm glad that it hit me that way instead of some other way.
And I also wanted to share that I'm, I'm seeing shifts in the people around me too, that I had never expected. Um, so my mom who had a brain surgery last fall that I, I received so many prayer support from people in this community and, um, she was having, I mean, she still is having a bit of a hard time with the, the side effects of the surgery, um, with some like motor issues, um, having difficulty seeing in one eye and all those things. And, uh, over the past couple of months, uh, she was much, very much in a very like kind of depressed, um, complainy type of place. But, uh, I just didn't, allow myself to get sucked into that or judge herself for that and uh, judge myself, no, judge her for that. And, um, and I was just, just trying to practice continuing to like see her, see her wholeness and perfection beyond all that. And reminding myself that I, I don't have to fix my mom. I don't know what's best for my mom. I'm not here to help her or save her. I'm just here to like hold the light of truth for her. And Last Sunday when I talked to her, she just suddenly in the middle of the phone call went to this place of, because she was sharing her grievances about the surgeon and how she wished that he was more attentive and caring for like, you know, her post-surgery care and all those things. And then she suddenly went, you know what, but at the end of the day, he's just doing his best and he the surgery was a success and that's all I can ask of him. And I'm just going to choose to be grateful. And I was like, Oh my God. Um, and yeah. And she just, and I was like, yeah, mom, I think that's awesome. And I think raising your vibration, you know, by practicing gratitude is so helpful. And she's like, yeah, I agree. And to me, this is like, an incredible shift to see that in her. Um, and so I feel like all the successes, all the healing, all the forgiveness, all the work that all of us are doing really is helping the entire sonship rise on the tide of love, like Jennifer says. And um, I also talked to one of my former prayer partners who decided not to continue to MLC2 um, and she had somewhat of a, um, I guess you could say, discouraging experience with MLC1 in a way. Like she felt a little disconnected with the community and didn't feel like she got up as much out of it as um, other people. But she, five months later, she was so lit up, like so freed and like healed. And she was like, you know, all the things we learned in MLC1 is like finally starting to make sense to me. Like the forgiveness, the letting go of judgment, like how me feeling guilty about anything or being angry about anyone's like not helping anyone. And I benefit by letting that go. And she's doing these, um, she's working with angel cards every morning and feeling really supported from the angelic realm. And, and she was like, yeah, I think I'm going to write to Jennifer and let her know that like, it's finally coming together for me because I didn't, you know, I didn't really get that experience at the end of the year, but now it's coming together. So, so it really teaches me that we really don't know what anything is for. And it's never for us to judge other people's spiritual progress or lack thereof. It's just, it's never about that. We just don't know when things shift, but when it does, it shifts. And 
And so I'm just uh, grateful to be able to celebrate everyone's success with them. And, and when someone's having a hard time, including myself to like hold that space of like, it may not feel like it yet, but I know the healing is going to happen. We just don't know when we don't know how long it's going to take, but it will happen. And thank you, Rieko. Um, I wanted to um, just follow up a little bit. I've been talking on some of the calls and classes about how I came back from the, um, the conference and I found myself having some challenges talking and to people. I felt like I was irritating them at work and just, you know, maybe saying things a little too bluntly. And, and I felt like I had expanded my vision of things. So I had, um, something interesting happened in my view, this one particular lady that when I saw some things, it was just, it was very troubling, but you know, not, I kept saying to myself, well, if I can see this, I can also see the love. I can see the positive things too. So I had this sort of view of her this morning that came to my mind, almost like a little cartoon view. And I saw her sitting at her desk and the issues, the trouble, the things she didn't want to deal with yet were sort of happening around her. And she was sitting there and she was sleeping and that kind of, you know, the, the bubble that comes up, the thought bubble or the dream bubble. And in the dream bubble, you know, she was prep, she preferred to live, to be, you know, acting out or allowing this other thing to believe that was real while she was asleep. Of course it did seem real to her and it was her doing some things and not ready to wake up and deal with the other stuff. And it just, made such a difference to have that view of her just as a sleeper, really a sleeper and a dreamer. Um, and to have compassion that, you know, she just wasn't quite ready to deal with the complications. I could see that they weren't that big of a deal. They could be worked through, but she hadn't gotten there yet. And so the dream was preferable to her. And that was just such a comforting image for me. Um, and what's interesting is because I was really trying to push myself, see the love, see the love, you can do it, you know, and it just, it just doesn't work that way. You just wake up and it's like, Pop, this whole image comes in your head, this vision or this understanding. And this just so isn't, you know, we can't, it, it, me trying isn't, it's not, you know, that's not the way it works. <laughs> it's this other, other way, this more miraculous way to set the intention and to, and to know, be clear on what you would like. And I'm not, I'm not totally clear on what I would like, but I was clear that I wanted to see with loving and compassionate eyes. And that I feel like that was, that occurred for me very miraculously this morning. awesome thank you Dina mm -hmm. like workplace is a great place to practice this right big time if any graphic artist out there would like to draw that scene <laughs> that would be wonderful I'm um open for suggestions on how to handle a situation, a family situation, uh, on the level of the uh, non-physical. And that is 
my husband's mother who is becoming Alzheimer's. She lives in Lancaster. She lives with her son, who's Steve's younger brother. He's about pushing 60. And um, he's stealing from her <laughs> every month. He just goes and takes her credit cards. And one day Steve went uh, and talked to the elder abuse people, and they were ready to just, you know, put handcuffs on him. Um the mother, though, it's like a, uh, what do you call it, um, relationship um, where they both feed each other, you know, and it's just not, not healthy. And um, Steve and I, you know, my being a, being a realtor and everything and just who I am, I would like to go up there and just shake things up. You know, I would like to go up there and find a place <clears throat> for her to stay where she gets care and people bathe her and feed her well. And uh, because the house is filthy, she eats chocolates and no food. Pat doesn't clean anything. And again, he, he, he takes from her. But Steve went up and he wanted to help. And he was rejected soundly. Uh, and... Um, by who? By the by his mom and his brother. You know, I think his mom now see Steve is doing what he thinks he can, which was cleaning the house, cleaning the litter boxes, cleaning the bathrooms, which hadn't been clean in months and months. They took that as an insult. And maybe Steve was a little judgy about it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I think that might be happening, too. So given the three players plus myself, I'm game to approach this on the non-physical level and see what resolutions there might be for these people. Talking to any of them isn't isn't going to make a difference really so and for me the difference is i'm not as i'm not uh berating myself for running up there and making it all work <laughs> you know i mean uh <clears throat> i've i've tried that before and i've also experienced i found i found a halfway house for pat um, I moved his mother from one place to another. Everything, you know, Patrick was uh, under the care of some state program in Pennsylvania. And then he came home one night and said, can I just stay one night? And his mother said, sure. And that was it. For 25 years, he's been there <laughs> living in this upstairs room, just being on the computer. And um, not he's not able to relate and so it's almost like he's handicapped i can't i can't it's not to judge him because it's not as if he's capable of making a choice i don't think maybe maybe he is but for me i would like to work this on the non-physical and any suggestions anybody would have 
I would be grateful for. You know, I can do Ho'oponopono. What's it like to be somebody who steals from your mother and, you know, um, thinks it's okay and makes it okay? And um, I'm sorry if I've ever done that to a loved one and taken advantage. Please forgive me. So I, I, I really can work that. But if any of you have had successes on this level with working it with, um, and maybe just pulling out is something that I, I need to do. But even if I do that, I want, want to offer it to the Holy Spirit. And so I'd be asking for prayers and I'd be asking for any um, insights that you might have. Um, Paula, do you listen to Sacred Circle? No. There, It's not exactly the same, but there is a um, Carl and his brother and the mother, mm-hmm. very similar. Um, you might, I don't know if you have a um, subscription to that, you might be I able to. I have a subscription. It's the yeah. timing that doesn't work for me, but I can look it up. Yeah, and she's, it's not, again, it's different in, in some aspects, but the same in others where Jen, I've heard Jennifer tell him over and over and over again, you know, your brother's in your life to teach you something or he's, you know, he's bringing you this healing opportunity. So that's why I can't quite match it because it's more for you or is it for him? But it's, it's similar. Thank you, Dina. You know, Paula, when I was listening to you and, uh, and Dino, you just shared about Carla. I think I remember that call. I was thinking there's this woman, Lynn Taggart. I don't know if any of you are familiar with her, but she has written a lot of books. She has a website. She does these experiments. That she calls it this power of eight. And um, so she may have eight or like hundreds of people focusing on one thing. And, and I was thinking of a divine experiment as well. You know, like... I would like I would be happy to join you in the divine experiment and you know there's that expansiveness like the power of eight or power of two or more and I mean miraculous things have happened she one time she had this one where everybody was focusing on a very specific place in East St. Louis so the crime rate went down but you know it was like that power wow. of prayer that power of energy and so I don't know what the formulation would be for you know what the what the line the would be, but I'd be happy to join you in the divine experiment. <laughs> and, you know, be focusing on that. I have done that before in my own home for smaller things. And one of my favorite parts of that divine experiment is that we're sharing this with all others. Like that's the the end part of the prayer. And um, I just. I've just found have found it so powerful. So the divine experiment and then um, perhaps sharing it with others of you who would be willing to 
yeah participate yeah oh i would be so grateful <laughs> i would be so grateful yeah and it's funny because it's not emotionally tearing at me my husband's exhausted but i i i'm okay but i'm almost intrigued i'm almost intrigued that could we do this could this resolution happen because we're working on it on the non-physical level for these three people you know and for me as you know witness and it's there for a reason thank you vanessa i have something to say it's not really directly but it is i think it's indirectly attached to what you're saying so i was prompted to share this and i didn't say that quiet but anyhow so i'm going to go into a little story about my life and i think this is a healing for for learning for us all in a way because we're all one but so this is a story i my roommate was here and she was using my washer and i told her how to turn the dials right clockwise and then one day we went down there and she turned, she was showing me what she's doing and it's, oh, I forgot something. And it started malfunctioning shortly after she moved here. And I'm like, oh, that's coincidental, but I let it go. And then we're down there doing the washer and she turned the dial the other way. And I got really upset that she wasn't following my instructions, right? That she had just, she'd like, totally forgot that I told her and she said yes she knew it's a whole big story I was playing in my head that's it so went through this whole big thing she was really upset and she she and it was interesting it was a whole big process watching her she not finally but she took responsibility at some point and she said I'm going to get someone to work on your washer and she had someone come in and he said he told her that as long as you stay within the cycle you can turn it back and so you know she was but budging on this i wanted to prove to her that i was that you know something different was better whatever and she was firm and finally i'm like I'm just going to let this go. It's not important. It's not something, I mean, I'm not saying this is not for your Sandy, because you definitely want people to be taken care of, right? I'm not saying that, but the whole thing was I let go of thinking I knew what should happen. And I let it go. And I'm going to tell you what, I just real. she's been, that was like two months ago. I just realized yesterday my washers never malfunctioned again. So this is like a big, this is, this is, I think what you're talking about, the only invisible. I changed my mind and it seemed like the form of things changed. I didn't worry about whether it could do it. You know, that's really, I, oops, the picture went away. Um, I don't know if you can still see me. I can't 
see you. We can see you. All right. Um, so, I mean, I know it's all about changing my mind about how it should happen. I and but it's also my dilemma is how do you do that? But yet, if something of somebody's being abused, you want. It. But so it's listening to guidance for me. But my other suggestion, I just so the story was it's about my life. You take what you need or leave the rest or whatever. <laughs> Steph says. But what I really like is starting with willingness statements because everything starts with willingness everything starts with willingness so I create I have wellness statements so I've created my I whatever I feel guided I write down the wellness statements and and they've really shifted my life because I don't even think I'm willing, but I'm willing to be willing. I'm willing to, to allow the highest and best to unfold. I'm willing to support the love that's there in everyone. I'm willing. I mean, I can go on. I just, I'm pretty, I've gotten, I've heard Jennifer. I remember when Jennifer was in classes and she spit out these statements. Wellness statements, deep down heart statements, and I used to like, gosh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> you know what? I, I can do it now. It just took a little practice. What we practice improves. And I've practiced ego thinking for a long time. And I'm just not willing to do that anymore. But so I don't know. That's what prompted me. I wonder if I can get you back. Hmm. <gasps> there you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's my. I have one. Thank you, Carla. Um, great, Carla. Yeah. I just have one more thing pop in my head that. Um, won't go away, so I guess I'll have to say it, is that um, what if this were not for you, Paula? What if this were for your husband's learning? Yeah, that's a tough one for me. <laughs> but I, you know, I have... I have pulled back and then I, I find myself going, well, are you pulling back because um, you don't want to engage or, you know, uh, you don't like your mother-in-law or you just don't want to get into the, the shit of it. Um, literal. So, then I thought, you know, it, I, I, I got that sense, Dina, that perhaps it is an opportunity for him. And that even makes it more interesting for me to participate on the non-physical. Because these are people that I love, you know. And it, it's like a snarl. 
it's like a, a knot that's that's tied and um, I don't want to enter into it physically however I think we have better tools and I like the willingness because I could say you know I'm willingness to see a miracle happen with this family I, I am willing to see the um, uh, what is it the uh, conflict I'm willing to see all conflict be resolved and only love revealed I'm willing to see the absolutely best outcome that even is beyond my comprehension <laughs> I could not have figured it out I am so willing to see that happen for all of these people the best interests of all of these people I don't know what it is but I'm willing to um, applaud and celebrate as it happens in front of front of our eyes thank you yeah very good thank you Dean and the important thing is to hold that you know it is happening however it looks I mean it's really challenging when it can be really challenging but that's I really that's uh, that's the work baby <laughs> can you Carla can you make a statement about that you know that it's happening I am willing to hold that the highest and best is unfolding in this perfect manner. I'm willing to see that God has this. I'm willing to let go of my having to cope and manage this thing and give it up to God. I'm willing to trust that God does have it. I mean, I can just go on. Then this work. Yeah, that was great. That was beautiful. Thank you, Carla. I could have listened to you for another hour. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, to make hey, it Paula, definitely. I have some thoughts. Cheryl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure you guys are receiving me well because I'm in the middle of a lightning storm here. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Oh, good. All right. Well, I just pulled the willingness card, and it says, I'm willing to be a catalyst for healing. So I have that. Um, but I wanted to share an insight that might help with the divine experiment. And um, I heard you speaking about, I guess it's your brother-in-law, and saw him as a child rather than an adult. And I wonder if you would have the same thoughts about a child that, that needs to be cared for. And then I saw how um, your, your mother-in-law actually finds purpose in her life caring for this child 
and um, to take away her purpose would um, diminish her. So I saw that in the divine experiment, asking for her to um, find a life's purpose that is healing and um, uh, holds her in high regard in, in care. And um, so I think that then they came to me, and now I can't find the words. Um, but there was something about her, her, her life's purpose and that an experiment. So thanks, thanks for um, letting me share. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Uh, you know, we don't, um, again, it, it, what you said reminds me that we, we don't know. Mm -hmm. We just don't know. Mm -hmm. And maybe part of her purpose is to be there. She cannot take care. She has to be taken care of. But just the fact that he lives with her and she is there, maybe that's how she feels her purpose. You know, it's her child. And he is living and he's because he's with her and that that is maybe her what she thinks of as her purpose on some level but again Alzheimer's she's really starting to be repetitive and not as present you know. do I have your phone number Paul my phone number yeah do you have it? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Nurture. Okay. Did you ever get a list? I'll check. You know, because um, I I I should. There was some confusion about the uh, spiritual counseling group that that I was in, but okay. I don't Sorry. know. I'd be happy to give it to you. <laughs> I'd be happy to give it to y'all. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, yeah, or you can email me. It's really easy to remember. Intent to share all the letters, one word, at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you. Hmm? Thank you all. Paula? I, I just wanted to add one more thing. Um, being willing to have a divine healing, um, I think I think that's what we all hope for. But at the same time, um, asking the Holy Spirit for guidance and being open to that. Because I, I also have the feeling that maybe an action will be required in the future or may be required. And being open... Uh, you may receive divine guidance for that. Thank you. One of the things 
I, um, I find helpful is when I look at the list of spiritual qualities. I think they're in the first journal. And like grace, um, compassion, you know, that they're like be behind all appearances, there is a grace and an ease and a harmony and a balance and love. And then I find I can even move deeper than willingness to I know. I know there is a pattern of of harmony and balance behind this family circumstance because I do know that. And so I find that if I go to spiritual qualities, for me, it helps support me in being less attached to um, the results or what, uh, not the results, like what I would like to see happen. <laughs> it helps me release that, like, or that I think I know what should happen or and it helps me move into the spiritual qualities of knowing that that is the pattern that's behind everything. And then I just focus on that. I've used that in my divine experiments. Uh, I find it very helpful. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa. I can feel all the healing of this scenario just here, you know, with all the all. Paula, I um I wanted to also share something that helped me with a situation with my brother. It's to a way less uh way less intense than what you're sharing it sounds like but my brother and his wife used to have this big big dog his name was buddy and it was a huge black dog very playful uh he always um was very much a puppy and wanted to play with you but he was so big that when he wanted to play with you like he bruised you <laughs> it was um uh, and when he stepped on you, oh my God, the toes really hurt, right? And uh, and and he just wanted to play with us, and but he was in my eyes trapped in their apartment, and I had all these grievances and judgments to my brother um, and my sister-in-law for like not taking him out on walks as often as I thought that he they should, for not um, training him properly, like lots of judgments every time I went over to their place like tons of judgments and then they pretty much had to kind of like cage him like gate him into the bedroom so that he couldn't come out when guests were here and he'll just like stand by the gate and looking really sad and wanting to play with everyone and it just like broke my heart and so I had tons of judgment about that and so many times I had the urge to like tell him you know I think this might be animal abuse you know <laughs> Uh, lots of judgments. I know what's better. Like, I know what should be. You guys are doing it all wrong. I know everything, right? Um, and I'm definitely not saying that this is what you're saying at all. I just uh, wanted to share what helped me to uh, see the situation differently. Um, there's, like, the healing, the shoulds in the workbook. I think it's, like, workbook one, maybe, where you uh, list out the things that you think somebody else should do. And then you look at it with spirit to see if it's a loving thought or not. And what's the purpose of telling yourself this? And 
And when I looked at it, I, I, it was definitely for me, it was about um, proving that I know better than my brother, like that I like he I should take care of him and I should tell him what to do. Um, There's a lot of that that I needed to let go of. And so I did not do an active divine experiment or anything like that. But every time I had those thoughts of judgments come up and wanting to wanting to tell them to do them something differently, I just kept going back to that place of like, I really don't know what anything is for. I have no idea what's best for Buddy. I have no idea what's best for my brother and sister. I really have no clue. And if there's anything that's helpful for me to say or do, I'm, I'm happy to do it. But in this moment, like, I can't seem to think of anything. So I'm, I'm just going to like hold it in my heart that the situation, it, I'm willing to see the situation differently. And so I kept doing that every time I saw them. And eventually, um, someone in their building reported Buddy because he was bigger than the dogs that they were supposed to keep in the building or something like that. And they had to give him away. And they ended up finding um, someone who, like, adored Buddy and had a much bigger space, like, upstate that he could be, like, better taken care of. And... Um, and I, I just, that's not an outcome I could have ever imagined. Like, it's just, I wasn't thinking, like, I, yeah. And, and who knows if me willing to see it differently had anything to do with it, you know? But um, I just, uh, like Carla was saying, too, like, I just found that uh, my brother is someone who helps me practice this so much. But, like, just reminding myself that I really don't know what anyone's best interest is like as dysfunctional and abusive certain relationships appear to be from a bystander point of view. Like I just don't know. And um, again, I feel like everyone's share has been like, is so helpful in seeing this differently. But um, as a course in miracles student, I would like to remind myself that like my job is to see it differently and ask spirit for guidance. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Paula. Yeah. During the last several shares, uh, the storm just passed, and um, there's a beautiful double rainbow out there. It was a oh. great omen. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Rieko, that, <clears throat> that's kind of one of the insights that I got from all of us, you know, d discussing this was that there may be some really precious and perfect reason that things are just as they are and to let it be and just, you know, hold it in love and non, not judgment. Yeah. Thank you. And I think it's so beautiful, like your willingness to work in the invisible. Cause I don't think you would ever think of, think to go there unless you were willing to see that, like, we don't know what we're supposed to do or what they should do or. Yeah. And the willingness card I keep pulling up <laughs> this month is that I'm willing to let go of thinking I know what should be. <laughs> and I just have to laugh at myself because I keep pulling the same card. I'm shuffling it like crazy, I tell you. Um, but I keep pulling out that same yellow card that says, 
I'm willing to let go of thinking I know what should be. I'll accept that as <laughs> a willingness card that I have pulled repeatedly. Yeah. And and the whole thing about seeing seeing your brother-in-law and mother-in-law as the the love and the light that they are, being willing to see past all appearance. Um and I think Course in Miracles mentions that like true charity is seeing someone. Um, does anyone else remember what it says? Seeing someone as not as uh, as completely. I'm I'm butchering it. Let's see. Something about recognizing their perfection beyond all the current circumstance or appearance instead of um, seeing them as someone who needs help or, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember in that in the book that um, Jennifer asked us to read. Actually, I got the wrong book, so I'm reading the, the wrong book by the same author. <laughs> but he, he, he's brilliant and beautiful. And he talks about seeing in the eyes of um, severely um, handicapped people that cannot even get off the floor, you know. And um, he looks into their eyes and sees the perfection, their perfection. And in him seeing it, there's a connectedness that goes back and forth between them. It was really, really beautiful. So to see them as perfect, um, which they are, yeah, part of the practice. And I thought I was, I, I thought I was getting good at this. <laughs> what a joke! No, <laughs> with my husband, <laughs> you know, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, being able to see his beauty and his perfection, and you know let go of all the other things and um and now i can see this is an expansion of that it's a it's yeah yep that's so beautiful paula thank you and paula i'm seeing your husband um perfectly able to work his way through this and turning to you for spiritual guidance and asking you questions and then you and you sort of being able to form back to him so he can see you know and and have a growth experience i'm seeing that potential that higher higher potential for him and um and you being a beautiful support in that and and possibly you, the use of the violet flame for um, for transmutation from, I always say these days, miscreation to perfection or to truth. What creation? I always, I, my mind always says miscreation to um, perfection or to truth. And and I'll I spend a lot of time waking up early in the morning, and I actually will see myself like wrapping this flame around people. <laughs> Sometimes I'll have combinations of people or, you know, depends on what, you know, what situation or what's moving me to do that. So 
and I'm just whipping that thing around <laughs> around people and asking for the transmutation to you know from miscreation to truth. Thank you. I felt prompted to to go to this book, right? And I was shown the line. Was, was, can I read two lines? Maybe three. Okay. There's actually two different things. He talks about his healing. He says, he had to move to create a willingness to accept, love, and forgive his own humanness and acknowledge that he's only human to have imperfect feelings and to let go of them without attacking for being human. That was one of them. Then was two lines. This is about innocence. It is the innocence of the child which remains within our consciousness throughout our life. It is always going on. It is that of innocence that we buy into air, but the inner innocence itself is always unsullied. I think that innocence is, seemed really important. Thanks. Thank you, Carla. to say I'm just feeling a lot of um, uh, love from from all of you and um, it, it's I don't know, it just feels so hopeful and I'm just excited to see the um, healing that goes on in this thank you thank you thank you thank you And for me. Well, <laughs> I feel like a facilitator that, that the hour's up. And so, because we, we haven't, I, I just, I've noticed, we've been, I've been forgetting to ask about prayer requests or intentions. How would you like Paula to sit in intention around this? In the group. Um, 
Yeah, that would be wonderful. Um, help me to form the intention in the best possible way. Uh, it would have something to do with feeling at peace, feeling at peace with this projection, um, this uh, expression, and knowing that it's perfect and that it's a healing that's in the best interest of all concerned and the highest good. Thank you. Thank you. Like <laughs> you got a recording. No. <laughs> I suggest you go back and listen to yourself. That I do what? Go back and listen to yourself. Yeah. And that intention. Anybody else have a intention or prayer request they want to um I I have an intention, I'd like to set an intention to allow myself to be shown people as innocent, perfect, beautiful, healed, um, and to see, to see with the eyes of compassion, uh, and then to be shown and to be given the words, the most helpful words, actions, um, to, you know, be most helpful. So to have my eyes and my voice working in synchronicity and being guided by spirit. Thank you. Thank you. I have a few, a few to share. My intention is I'm willing to see this situation different. I'm willing to see it through Christ's eyes with love and peace in my heart. I'm willing to accept the highest and best for everyone. That's as far as I got. Thank <laughs> you, Ryan. That's beautiful. Mine's a little similar to Dina's, but I've been praying to be shown 
my own innocence and the innocence of every brother and sister, every being and everything in this world. So be it. Amen. That's, why don't you add some other universes to that as well? Make it work. Every universe. <laughs> Every universe. That's beautiful, Rieka. I like that. Sometimes our own innocence is the hardest to see. Yeah. Well, I'll say my intention, when I was, I don't know, three years ago, I had, I I made a prayer, a prayer about awakening, but I love the first line. The first line is, I am, my intention, I'm willing, I am doing it, opening to all the opportunities offered each day. To choose love, grow in awareness, and live life with joy and trust. That had so much vibration to it. I don't know (laughs) what you did, but I could feel that. Yeah. I pray. <laughs> Was that everybody? So, if it's okay, then I'd like to pray out and read that part of that whole prayer that I just wrote, read a line from. Is that okay? Okay. So grateful. So very, 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 very grateful. For my life, your love and support and all the opportunities offered each day to choose love, grow in awareness, and live, live life with heart-centered joy, trust, and abundance. My intention, our intention, is to fully awaken. On our journey to achieve this, we use forgiveness of ourselves and others, realizing that I am responsible for every event that happens to me, how I interpret it and react to them. 
My desire is to choose love at all times and in every situation. I am releasing habits to judge and surrendering all attachments I discover in everyday events. I'm increasing my awareness, becoming more and more willing to ask for, receive, and follow guidance in all decisions. I'm growing in my willingness and ability to do this and share, share all my healing, all my expansion with everyone because we are one spirit. Thank you, God, that not only is all this possible, but already done. I allow myself to accept that it's done, and so it is. We live each day with this prayer in our heart and our mind, and we let go of any thinking, any identifying with thoughts or choices. He offer them up to Spirit, knowing that we are not our choices. We are love incarnate, and we're bringing that to every experience we live. And we share all this growth, all this expansion, all this joy with everyone, everyone, because we are one in grace. Gratitude, we allow it to be. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. God, it's, uh, it's been so long since I haven't facilitated, so it's really very so powerful praying in a group. So, really, it's not about my prayer, but it's about all your energy. It was in the prayer because you all created that prayer. It just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Carla. <laughs> Loved all your shares. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.